Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. All right. Celtics basketball is back. Preseason basketball, plenty to talk about, plenty to dissect. And this, of course, is the Causeway Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone. Sean Dutra's here. Joel Pavone is here, fellas. Hello. Two games is plenty of a sample size for us, right, guys? Because there's so much to talk about with this team. I mean, you got to win against the one Hornets, quarter. Right? One quarter is enough. We got to we got to win. We got to win yeah. against the Hornets or on Sunday. Plenty there to talk about. But the win against the Magic Friday night, man. Let me tell you, this team not only dominated the Orlando Magic from start to finish, but they made it look easy. And specifically, the stops they got on the defensive end. Because I mean, this has been my my thing for like what the last two months. Been worried about this team on the yeah, defensive you, end. You were scared. I was scared, still am a little bit, but they certainly helped me in terms of looking forward and and, and thinking about how good this team can actually defend. I mean, they held the team to 75 points. I get it. It's preseason. But their approach from start to finish is something that you have to say from any – whether you've been following this team or not, you saw guys from – the the young guys – through top to bottom throughout the roster, everybody seemed to be committed on defense, which is a really good thing to see right now. That's Brad Stevens, man. That's Brad <laughs> Stevens right there. That's uh, I told you not to worry about it. Oh yeah, he was playing the five. Yeah. Oh, so you're 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 like okay, we're right, they're cool. good, right? Even though you're in a match, Stevens, we're, we're going to be all right. Hey, okay, so here's the thing: you can't look at that game and be like, we're going to be good because they didn't have Vucevic. It was fucking Aaron Gordon scored like two points. Aaron Gordon was like oh like for like shots. 44 <laughs> from the field. But that's the defense, though. That's a good thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, it I is know a good they, thing. They, they they shut down your guy Markel. Markel's been working on some stuff. All right. <laughs> Right, That's be, so hard to shut down, Markel. It'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. He was just working, working on shot. <laughs> Yo, did you hear Scal say that he had to? Markel had to, to, Markel had to learn things. how to fucking eat with a fork again. Yeah. Fuck. He had to learn how to live life again, bro. Pretty much, bro. No one's giving him fucking any fucking benefit of the doubt. He fucking couldn't. Okay, I'm. You know bro, what, bro? bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna you're get on stage right now. You're the one that you thought he was on some type of drugs that he had to like relearn how to do everything. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's still going with Side that. effects are a <laughs> bitch. Yeah, yeah, Sean's exactly. still going with that. Either way, either way. Yeah. No, uh, Celtics are good. Um, I don't think you can take away the defense yet because I still think they're figuring out a lot of shit. But like I said, Brad Stevens isn't going to let these guys play shitty defense. It's just not going to let it happen, no matter who they have on the court. Well, and if they okay. do play, if the guys do play shitty defense, they won't fucking play. Well, the first game was pretty shitty defense. Yeah, because that's the thing. <laughs> There's just that switch between Sunday and Friday. I mean, like I don't know what was going on throughout those days, like the, throughout practice, but you just saw a completely different team in their approach, like just the way everybody was committed to defense. And, and of course, I'm talking about the front court specifically because that was always my main concern. Daniel Tice gets to start, and I haven't seen Daniel Tice play that kind of defense in a long time. Again, I know it's early. I know everyone is fresh, especially someone like Daniel Tice who didn't play game one. You know, this is a guy who knows that there's an opening in the starting center position. Uh, Brad Stevens and the Southers have made it clear that they want Inez Cantor coming off the bench. So he knows it's up for grabs, and obviously he's no, no other big man has been there, has been a member of the Southers longer than Daniel Tice. So, Maybe that was a testament of that, or maybe this is just like a one-game thing. But if he can continue <laughs> doing this, I mean, we could be seeing Daniel Tice starting at center opening night, and that could be the norm throughout most of the regular season. I think you're going to see every big, every center get a little run, other than Cantor. It's the start. I think next time maybe they start Poria. Who knows? I mean, they're gonna. They're, it it seems like the center position right now in preseason is just a revolving door of like, okay, go. Go and like let's let's see what you got. And that's the one I would love to see get yeah. that spot. I yeah. want I want to see Portier play more than like seven minutes because he clocked in yeah. a little more than five. He only clocked in five against the Hornets, and he was probably arguably the best defender throughout that throughout that game. Taco Fall was definitely minutes. in there too as well. Taco played more than five minutes. Taco, I would wouldn't be shocked if you saw Taco start. The last game, the preseason, yeah, the I don't... last preseason game against the Cavaliers. I mean, Rob Robert Williams. Coming off a, a pretty good summer league, sucked against the Hornets. <laughs> yeah, he kind he kind all of that blew, stuff he, he that kinda, we were talking about. He kind of punted that start. He, yeah, he, he could. He had a good opportunity there, but he just looked a little. He off. played better. He played better against the um, against the Magic, but everyone did. But I think at the same time, you're going up against like Mo Bamba and Jonathan Isaac. Is that like? That's a great test for these guys, though. Well, I mean, those are athletic guys. Those yeah. are guys that are going to really give it to you and make it tough for you. I guess so. You know what I mean? No. I'm not worried about them. That's why. I'm not worried about it. They'll figure out the center position. They have enough bodies. I mean, arguably, the second best position of depth on this team is the five. You think so? Even even, mm, how, even how when talented is that? Even depth? when 85% of the, the players at that position are undersized to begin with? Starting with Daniel Tice? Yeah, you got you got four bodies that Yeah, see you have bodies though. You have how bodies. Talented are exactly. These guys? Well, I think they're all maybe Tice, you know what you get from Tice. Tice is a backup center, right? Yeah. Robert Williams has the pot- potential to um, start in this league. Mm. Poirier, you know, jury's still out. He's right? the biggest question mark. Yeah. And he's by far the tallest dude. The Celtics. I mean, other than. There's a guy named Taco yeah, on yeah, this yeah. team. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think he's the toughest guy I've seen so far. Well, right. He looks good. I think he looks good, man. He, I wish he got some more run, but. I mean, that's got to tell you. If, All right, for he, someone, if, if, he's not, Poirier, if he's not getting run, though, it's got to tell you what's going on in practice. Yeah, so. Poirier, for someone his size and the limited time that, that we've seen him play, I think has a lot more upside because he has professional experience. Does he I have more it. upside than everybody else? For, or, the, for or, the season, for the season. Or is it just because he played five minutes in each game? I, and so it's sort of like, oh, that's wow, what, I'm saying. what else limited. That's what I'm saying. It's limited. Yeah, yeah. But for this team and for the, for the role that Brass Demon needs to be filled. 
I yeah. think he probably has the best upside. Well, yeah. yeah, if you if you take out if you take Cantor out of the mix, if he, apparently right. it's, he's gonna be uh, coming in the second year. Right, right. We have he's coming off the bench for this conversation. We have to forget yeah, about yeah. Cantor for yeah, now yeah. because yeah. it looks like they they're gonna put him out. They're gonna out of the, the second year. Out minutes. of the guys, exactly. But he he won't start the game. Out of the guys we just mentioned, I think Brad should give Poirier a little more run. Maybe even start him what against about, Cleveland. What about Taco? Because the last two games are against are against Cleveland. I mean, this was a blowout game against Orlando, and Taco played barely five minutes. So what does that tell you? So did Poirier. Yeah. I mean, so what does it tell you, though? I mean, I think, you know, Brad. And it was at the end of the fourth quarter where the game was won. Did you watch the interview with Brad after the game? He was, like, giggling when he was talking about Taco. Yeah, because he was, how many times did he go, like, walk towards the end of the bench? And on the crowd's going nuts. Like, oh, he's coming in. He's like, uh... Edward, you're in. And he was, he could tell, he's like, I'm not going to put in Taco because everybody wants me to put in Taco. So that should tell you something about Taco as a, as a player that still needs to, to, to develop more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Taco Fall is not going to be the answer to your front court supposed defensive not, issues. Not only that, but I also, but I, but I also think like whoever plays that role, you have three possible bodies that can go in. And play a defensive rim protector type game. That's pretty good. We haven't had that in years past. Yeah. Like even bodies wise. Like last year, you think about it. You had you last year. You had Baines, Tice, and a rookie who missed his alarm. Right. And, and who and, never had a chance. And Horford. Right. But I, I don't. <laughs> I just don't count Horford in that. And that you spot. have to. You have to. Because we're talking about the front. We're talking about the front court. But going back to Taco for a second. Yeah. Let's not get back in that conversation. That's going, from last week. Going back to uh, Taco for a second. Don't you feel like now he's more of like a social media sensation than someone that can be taken serious as a basketball player? Yeah. That that dude's gonna sell some tickets. Yeah. But isn't that isn't that a distraction more than more so than a benefit in the Celtics and and in, in, in terms of where the Celtics want to be Yo, this a, season? He's a seven foot seven fucking. Scalabri, he's bro. seven five, bro. New, seven new point rules. five Scalabri. <laughs> no, well, I'm not. Gonna, I won't go, go that far because let, let's face it. Scal didn't have any upside at that point of his career. That's not a knock on Scal. He had been in the league for quite some time. With Taco, look, I see the potential. I see a guy who can be in this league for for a long, long time. But I just think he needs, I don't know, X amount of years. It could be one, could be two, could be four. It's just too hard to tell right now. He looks so raw. He's been playing I mean, basketball for seven years, I think. He puts the ball on the floor and like he started when he was fifteen. He puts the ball on the floor and his post moves are just like they they leave so much to be desired. Like it's like no I feel like that's not even like a talking point. You know, yeah, everyone's just fixated on, on block shots as opposed to seeing his positioning, as opposed to seeing defensive awareness, team defense. I mean, like what, what, what you, does he do? You good? go, you go down the list of things that you, that, that, that a starting center is supposed to have. And he just, he's not checking those boxes, yeah, I don't, especially I don't think, on the offensive end. No yeah. one talks about his offense, even against Cleveland, because in the next two games, the last two games are against Cleveland. He won't start in any of those games. Okay. In my opinion. So we have a lot of, we have a lot of questions. That's given, that's given hope, but it's given him hope. Like, Oh, I can make this roster again. I'm not, I wouldn't even be surprised if he doesn't even make this roster. I'm sorry. You guys got a lot of question marks around the front court. Yes. What about Steven Adams? Is that someone you want to go after? If they didn't, he makes damn near $30 million. If they didn't go after AD, why would they go after Steven Adams? Because yeah. that means you would have to put in either Brown. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to basically Brown, resign. smart. You know, just, that's, that's have, too much. Or, okay. Maybe, maybe get off the Steven Adams thing, but guys like that come few and far between us. So they, that's why he makes that much money. But, okay. But I also think they're, they're willing to trade him because they're like, we shouldn't have spent 30 million on Steven Adams. Well, like, because, yeah, because they're, they're, 
their whole they're hitting the, the reset their button. Team. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, so okay. then are you, Any, trading, anybody are you else? trading Hayward? I mean, that's and, the only person any, you could put any, in that trade. Yeah. No, well, let's forget about Adams. Better question, does the Thunder even want Gordon? Well, of course. Yeah, they would uh, take, they, they would take him because it's a player option at the end of the year, and he's gonna, gonna take it. <laughs> okay, so they get two years left of him and sixty like plus million four dollars. years left of Adams. Yeah, but do okay. So forget maybe Adams is just like you know. I mean, and him the, and Kansas did play name. well together, but maybe Adams know, is just stuff. a hot name right now. But do the yeah. Celtics need to make a trade in the front court, or uh, you know, sooner than later? I think they have to wait and see what they have. I mean, it's just gonna take some time with these guys, and that's to be said about a lot of teams, yeah. but specifically with the Celtics. I mean. To take away how long? Baines and Horford, like that's just an enormous. Right. How long loss. do you wait? How long that, do you that's wait? That's a lot to fill. If let let's hypothetically say the Celtics go, I don't know, four and five to start the year, and their just obvious weakness is the front court. The front court. You wait longer than that. You do? Yeah, I'm talking about like a 20 game sample size. Bro, I don't think you can afford this that. This is the team that went 10 and 10 last year. The first I, 20 I games. have, I have faith in the front court, but would you be, would you be upset if they yeah, went this, 10 this and 10 is, again? It's the same guy that said get rid of Kyrie after the first like 10 games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, that's who you're talking to. I have, faith, I have faith <laughs> in the front court. I, I, right, well, let me, let me I ask think you the front court's going to be fine. Answer that for me then. If this team goes 10 and 10, are you disappointed? That's what happened last year. Yeah, man. You want this team to be to have a better record than that? Yeah, they should be at least like in the first after the first twenty games of the season. I think the way this team's built, they should like the schedule doesn't really favor that. Uh, the Celtics, the Celtics, when while they're getting used to Kemba being you know the leader on this team, you have enough talent to be a top three team in the East. If you aren't. A top three team after the first 20 games, I think you can basically say at that point, they need to add to this team. I think you're going to know very, very quickly on how this season's going to go because, um, there are, there are some question marks in the front court. You're relying a lot on rookies to be role players. Um, even if Tatum, Brown, Hayward, and Kemba are playing well, that's, you still have a lot of like, like op- holes around the team that you're gonna like need the to, first the first game I think is, need to fill. I think the first game against the Hornets is more telling of where this team is right now. Yeah, because I think well, this team can score. This team can score. I think I know. I think I know what you're about to say because of the, because of the defense played in that game, and particularly in the first half. The defense specifically, and the uh, the amount of points that were given. That, that were, that were given up in the, yeah, the paint, like, in the paint. Okay, but just like, blowing by. For a team like the Hornets, like, you shouldn't give up 50 plus points in the paint. By the way, T. Rose in his second game was balling. He was. Balling. Yeah. But he, let's he's face gonna, it. He's going to be an all-star. That champion. team is going to be, if uh, not the worst, the second worst. Yeah, probably. I'm going to put my money on that they'll be the worst team in the NBA. Oh, and yeah. you're giving up all those points in the paint Shit. against those guys? Worse Again, this is preseason no, sample. Not, not worse, worse than Chicago? Not worse than Chicago. Chicago. I think they'll be blows. worse than Chicago. No way. Chicago yes. blows. Auto Porter is gonna <laughs> blow his ACL. You see that hair? You see that hair on Auto Porter? Come on. Uh, well, all right. It'll be neck and neck, but they're gonna be one of the worst teams in the all NBA. Right, fine. And they gave We're... up. And some of those plays were embarrassing. And then that's nothing too to to go back to the whole Taco thing. You know, Taco played well. I was I was impressed. You know, again, this guy does have the skill set, or at least the ceiling above him. He has potential, but. He did it against their second, third string guys. Yep. Charlotte yeah, Hornets. that's true. And plus, it was like a like momentum. No one talked about that. The momentum already swinging in the Celtics' favor at that point. So he, so he comes in. Obviously, the fucking the garden goes. He rolled nuts, the wave. He rolled the wave, and yeah. he rolled the wave. And yeah. you know, it was more. I feel like Javante Green 
did his thing more so than Taco. Anyway, Javante didn't get no runs. Yeah, towards the end, towards he's, the still, end. he's still perfect. By the way, yeah, he went two for two Friday. Hard for him to make this prostitute because of the, all the well, so the traffic at the uh, at the wing. I do. <laughs> so I know you got your guys' biggest problem is the front court, right? Right. And my thing is with Taco specifically, defense in general too. For me, Brad Stevens has such an, uh, a problem here, at least with the center position, or at least figuring out. I think he deserves a shot. If he doesn't start that last game against the Cavs. Have him clock in fifteen minutes. You might minutes. as well fucking start him. Have him clock in fifteen <laughs> minutes. Is it in Boston the last game? No, no, nah, it's in Cleveland. Then you Cleveland. start on the game in Boston and just yeah, make, sell the fucking garden yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> like you, if you start Taco in the third preseason game, literally you're the garden sold out. That's what I'm saying. You're, pre- you're, you're, too. you're predicating to oh, this yeah. to this to the garden the garden crowd. Like, yeah. yeah, but you can start him and then play him five minutes. No, but I think you're I think you're 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 giving him a shot. You're saying, look, I'm. Did I need some Robert, help at this position. Did, I want to see what I got with everybody. Yeah. I gave Williams a shot. I gave uh uh Tice a shot. This is your turn. But you see you see how how thin they are in the front court that we're actually having a discussion about how eh, maybe Taco Falls should get a little get a little but more run. Season, Joel. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. Don't matter. Yeah, I, I think understand you're, that. You're gonna be you're gonna be okay. But I think it goes beyond the preseason games. But I think here, it's I think I think Brad legitimately is like, yo, I think I got an issue nah, in the front court well, because of the because of the, the personnel that I have. So my you, you guys' issue is a front court. And I, I think the 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 way that Brad looks at it and the way that I look at it, I think, is, okay, I need somebody that can play some defense. I have depth in Ennis Cantor that will – he will get majority of the minutes at the at that center position. But I need someone that can play defense. Yeah, it's so bad that he has to lead the second unit because who's going to anchor that defense if Cantor starts? Well, yeah, I know. I, I mean, it, or or on the on the the flip side of where I'm really worried about is my biggest problem with this team in the preseason is the realization that they are relying on rookies to be their entire bench. Like well, when, you got, when you got eight of them, yeah, you're you're, you're relying <laughs> you're relying on Carson Edwards, Grant Williams, Romeo Langford. And it, it stops there, though. But, yeah, yeah. but okay, but there. that's three. Yeah. So your your bench right now is Marcus Smart and his Cantor, three rookies. Those three guys, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to yeah. trust a rookie class with. So now, now you see why Joel and I were concerned over the summer. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. You guys are concerned about <laughs> but the front court. But they're top three team in the East. Lock you them guys, in, right? Lock you, them in. You guys are concerned more, about more so by default. Yeah, but no, lock you them guys in. Though, have, right? You guys have said about the front court I don't all, know. all over and over know. and over again. I'm not worried about the front court. The don't, front court's going to be fine. I don't know. Don't sleep on the Pacers. We'll get into that in our Eastern Conference you're, preview. You're but see, don't sleep you, on the see, you see more like like Brad's going to be like Alex Cora in the, in the postseason last year. It's like by committee or depending on who they play or the matchups that they'll throw in a, a, a different center every yes, game. Yes, because centers don't matter in the NBA anymore. It's you not guys about, are so worried yeah, about but the it's center. Not about, it's not, it's not about No, but it's no. not about the Between, center in but, terms of like production offensively because they'll, they'll get offense, off, obviously, from the other four guys you mentioned in Tatum, Brown, Kemba, and, and, and Hayward. But that's like defensively. 80, that's like 80-something points right Defensively, there. like I'm, if I'm, you want, if you want, if you want Jason Tatum to blossom, then he can't be fucking one of your main guys on defense. Yeah, I know. He can't. Isn't 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 Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown supposed to be good defenders? Okay. I mean, uh, How many it, minutes is Marcus Smart going to play this season? A lot. He's going to play a lot. Okay. Yes. What is a lot? Thirty minutes a night. Okay. Thirty-five minutes a night, probably. Okay. Actually, if you think about it, he he's going to. They're going to keep like so. To get back to what I was trying to say, 
the biggest like hole on this team is you're relying on three rookies to play a huge role. Meaning, like, if Marcus Smart is going to play 35 plus minutes a night and Ennis Cantor is going to play 30 minutes a night and you're rolling a seven man, eight man rotation if you count the two big men. Probably like eight or nine. nine then you're all right. So what happened? What, hap- what happens? What happens to, to, to Semi in this whole, this whole conversation? What happened? He was. Well, that's the thing. Like that. He, he, okay. He was such so, a, he was such a defensive see, stopper last season. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to get at. I honestly don't see. Those three guys that you mentioned getting consistent minutes, but they have to fight for it. I mean, look, Langford is sort of a wild card right now. We haven't seen a whole lot of Langford. Langford Langford does has to not look good. Langford has to find his role, find his 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 niche. Because let's think about let's think about he's it. Carson everything. Edwards has been the knockdown three point shooter. Southern need plenty of that, so he's got a shot there. Grant Williams on both ends of the floor. Whether we're talking about the defense that he's gonna that he's gonna bring, or we're talking about him being a stretch four. Because think about it, him being a stretch four opens up a lot of things for that second unit. All of a sudden, guys can can go inside the lanes open up tremendously right that's a good thing yeah and he's and, on the sides as well and then you have langford who's sort of like a wild card but then jobber's a great point shemmy ojale we talk about that defense that's a guy who can give you some really good defense from the four spot wasn't he wasn't if he, he can sh- continue to make that three-point shot not that it say he was a knockdown shooter but he has shown you glimpse throughout his career his short career that he can knock down that three. if he can be a solid three and d guy off the bench so there's going to need plenty of that as well. Yeah, I, I think um, there's a lot of rumors going around that they're going to cut Semi Ojale. He could be on the bubble. I, I see. I'm at the point right now where it wouldn't shock me because this sample size that we're looking at, these four games, that's all that Brad has alone. Uh, that's, that's all that we have, right? Yeah. To to analyze, Brad has that and every training single camp. practice yeah. training camp session. So we don't know what he's thinking at this point, but if someone like Shemmy Ojale gets cut or Wanamaker, I mean, either one of those guys could be on the bubble when don't it comes down to it. Don't even fucking – what are you talking about? I'm just saying in general. They're not cutting Brad Wanamaker, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying in general. Don't fucking – no, cut, do, apologize. <laughs> they're not cutting Brad. <laughs> apologize. You're gonna, you, you think they're going to cut Brad Wanamaker? What, yeah. the, what yeah. the hell? Any guy named Brad is very special to you live in. Okay. And Brad loves himself some Wanamaker, yeah. too. So. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Yeah. The so oldest, everybody the, who loves the oldest, the oldest guy on the team, by the way, Brad Wanamaker. Damn right, 30. Pittsburgh. But I'll tell you this right now, though. I'm not ready to let Shemmy go. I'm, I, I'm, I think you got to keep Shemmy. I, I like 100. percent That that's one of the things that I'm, I was worried about. Is like, like for me to say I'm worried about the Southern defense and then say the cut Shemmy, that's like Shemmy? blasphemy. It makes like, no like, sense. Okay, because you're you're technically like I think that the way it looks right now between the rookies, right? I think Carson Evers can can get some minutes some nights and maybe have a chance to earn a role, like you said. Grant Williams will get minutes yeah. because he fits a role. But but having these Romeo many... Langford is 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 been injured and he's missed a lot. And when he's been in, he looks lost. So like if I'm if I'm Brad Stevens, what I'm saying is like you chill. Like I know you were a number one pick. Does he go to Maine? Uh, yes, okay. I would put him in Maine, and okay. I would just say, "Yo, develop, just just develop." Like we'll bring you in. Like no, don't develop. don't just take get some it. reps. Why yeah, do, get some why reps. Why do people in. think that's like the worst thing in the world? I feel like Celtics fans forget that Terry Rozier, like that worked wonders for him. Yeah, he, he did. Healed it in Maine, and when, and when an injury happened, and became he became scary Terry. Exactly. But the thing is that like, if we're worried about defense, we can't give up Semi Shemi. Yeah, Shemmy. Yeah, yeah. Just keep, Shemmy. Just keep, oh, wait, just oh, keep going. Just keep going. All right, go ahead. Never mind. Did you change it back to Shemmy? No, no. It's Shemmy. Shemmy. Still Shemmy. Uh, you can't give up Shemmy because you need a veteran presence on that bench. And as much as, you know, 
I love the rookie class, and I think they're going to be good. Like right now, you can't trust them that much. Well, you know what I mean? But that's not this is not the first time Brad has been in this position. Yeah, he was in his position when he had when we sucked. No, <laughs> when yeah, he had yeah. forty-seven but even, no, different but starting even, lineups no, in the first yeah, no, fifty games. No, yeah, yeah, the last, yeah. no, no, I know, no. I'm talking about the last few years. What are you talking about? Outside, like outside of Tatum and Brown, you have to rely on fucking Gershon Yabaselli coming off the bench. Semi, he didn't rely him off of the bench. He wasn't part of the rotation. Yabaselli, two years ago. No, not at all, bro. He wasn't relied upon at all. All right, Semi, yes. I mean, Shemmy, yes. Who <laughs> <laughs> else gonna fucking hate fucking every time I pretend to say Shemmy? But wait a minute, Shemi. though. Why are we leaving out the Vincent Portier? Like, why are we not even mentioning him? He I don't could, even think him as I a like, rookie. I, like I don't him. think of him as a rookie. I, like I have more faith in him than. Let me let me let me, let me tell you let me tell you rookies. something about Portier though. A lot of people might, might not know, right? He's French. Yes. Yeah, but he played in the Spanish league, which is considered the second best league in the also, world. That's also, the other thing I wanted to bring up. But then it's the mm-hmm. third thing I wanted to bring oh, up. I got, well, I got, besides those two things that you guys just I mentioned. I got another thing. Great hair. No, that's not it. But yeah, his hair's pretty solid. No, listen. Great goatee, too. Portier, his tattoos on point, right? Por- Am I right? Portier has had opportunities in the past <laughs> to play in the NBA. Yeah. Mm. Portier made it clear to his agent that if he didn't have a solidified role for these offers... That he wasn't going to come to the NBA. Oh. If he signed with the Celtics this past summer, it's because he's expecting some kind of role. Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes for where he's going to be. Even though we're not seeing a whole lot of it right now in preseason, I just don't. It's hard for me to envision this team, at least from the beginning, first couple of months, this team having a rotation where he doesn't have a role, where he's just sitting on the bench. Because I, I don't think he'll be here much longer. And I think if the Celtics knew that going into it, they're not going to go out their way to go sign him if they knew that he's going to bolt in a few months. But look at look at look at the way they when Tice came over initially, right? They didn't play him a ton in the preseason, if I remember correctly. Well, that's another guy that's been you know. Yeah, but Tice that was a that was a significant deal that they signed. That was, but yeah. they didn't play him a ton. That's true. And then all of a sudden, the regular season started, and we were like, "Yo, who's this guy, Tice? Man, like yeah. he looks really good." Like. He looked really good. Yeah, but and he, he, played, he, he would, played sporadically, and it wasn't like well, but but he looked. He was part good, of yeah. Again, but he had some injury problems. Well, you can add him to the list of of, I'm just of, saying, of, of guys that that you're like, who who is this person? But and, I'm just and, saying, and maybe Brad they're going to take the same route with Poirier. You know what I mean? Like, why do we need? Well, if we know what we got with this guy, why do we need to showcase him in preseason? You know what I mean? Like, if we see him in practice balling out, and we know that he could be a backup center and. He can get. He can legitimately yeah, play 15, 20 minutes tonight. I think that's kind of where I'm getting at right now. I, yeah. think, I think Brad Stevens is like, okay, I, I already have a little spot for him. Let's see what the rest of these guys. Yeah, have. let's see. Let's see yeah. if I can. I can plug Robert Williams into that too, mm. or plug uh, Daniel. What does Daniel Tice have, have left in the tank after his injury? I'm not gonna lie, man. Between the reports and between you know the the the, the things that I read about Williams over the summer, I expected a little more than this. Like he hasn't looked. That good, yeah. He he hasn't looked good at all. He's looked I mean, like a this little game, better than what we saw last season. A this game bit. against the Magic, he looked good, but also everybody looked good. So I'm a little worried there. I think you're you're gonna need to have a little bit of a longer leash with a guy like Robert Williams because of how raw he is, and but because of the potential, like you can't just be like Rob. You're not. You can't. You can't go a repeat of last year. You need to give him give exactly. him give him some burn. Yeah. All right. Well, b- before we get into, in case you missed it, um, and wrap this thing up, let's um one more one more um 
quick conversation on the rookies. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Who's impressed? Who's impressed you the most, Joel? I'll start with you. Who, who's someone that you think that could actually carve out a significant role in this team? Uh, I'm gonna say Carson Edwards. Okay. Uh, especially in the, that first game, like he just brings a lot of energy. He kind of reminds you of a little, no pun intended, a little mini uh, Eddie House. Someone that. What's the pun? His teammates agree because he's short as hell. Oh, I thought you meant off like house. Like <laughs> you should have said like. He's like an apartment. They're, they're both. They're both. They're both size short. Eddie House. Carson, they're both. They're Carson both is size. lying for House. You didn't know that, bro. No, I was. <laughs> is no. that what you were getting at? No, I was gonna say. You could, <laughs> he's you like could, no, not at all. You could have been like he's like an apartment-sized house. You know, or like a uh, uh, seven hundred square foot one bedroom Eddie House. Not not a. <laughs> he's a studio. Not a literal. <laughs> not Eddie a literal. <laughs> literal house. Just saying, you could have went a lot of different ways with it. Your pun okay. didn't really land. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You know what? I apologize. Go ahead, continue. Sean, set it up better, man. Come on, man. Set it up. All right. Um, Chill's like fuck you. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, someone uh, that brings right. a lot of energy, and I mean, the, you know, got the crowd going. He not afraid to shoot the ball. Confident, obviously, right? Very confident, man. This but guy, we saw that it took, in, him, it took him like forty seconds to 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 take that that first three pointer in his NBA career, and that's because they started off on defense when he checked in. Yeah, like it would have taken him twelve seconds if yeah. if it was, if, they, if they had the ball. When he you came aren't in. worried about that in the Brad Stevens offense? I'm. I I I think I I I agree you, with you. What do you mean worried? I'm worried that. I mean, you 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 do realize they lost some three point shooting, right? I understand. Okay, I understand. But I also know I think that someone can get you a quick bucket in, in a timeout uh, coming what? out of a timeout. Yeah, Bam! Yeah, yeah. Are you are you dating uh, him? No, I'm I'm helping I'm helping your theory about how Brad Stevens stuck the greatest coach ever. I know. I'm just I'm just saying. Here's what I'm trying to say. Brad Stevens' offense, the ball should be moving, right? Okay. Now what I've seen with Edwards is like if the ball gets to him. He's fucking shooting it. Yeah, like, okay. He's not dribbling. He's right. not He's not looking for the extra guy. He's not looking for the extra you pass. You don't think Stevens knows that about him? I understand that. There'll be a ball handler outside of him. He's not going to be the ball handler. I don't care about a ball handler. He's, I'm talking he's, about. He's a shooter. He's a scorer. I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the flow of the offense. Can he. He needs to learn that every time he touches the ball, he can't fucking shoot it like that. Like. That's the thing I'm worried about. Well, you saw some of that against Orlando, though. He did, he did take it in for a layup. At he one point. he took it in for a layup just because Robert Williams made an un, an unbelievable fucking save and passed it to him in the corner, and he up faked and went to the hoop. Like yeah. he's still shooting the ball. Like every well, time mean, he's touched the ball, like that's uh, the only thing I'm saying. At the first, he's just got to be more right. of a team player. And his first, that's my in his one first thing. NBA game, where I bet you Brad was just like, just let it fly, bro. Yeah, I'm sure he was. <laughs> Didn't didn't but think twice about it. That's not going to cut it in the in the regular season. I think if he can't be if he can't work, like it's good to have a score off the bench. We know that, but one of the things we talked about with Kyrie last. Let's go ahead, bro. <laughs> He's gonna come up. Go ahead, just keep going, yeah, dude. Fuck, just the go haters, ahead, man. Just go ahead. Fuck the haters, just go. Say no, I mean, he, he's not. He doesn't care about that. He just he just cares about the just saying his name. That's all. I go just, ahead. I just fucking thought we made it so long without him, man. Let's go ahead. Go ahead, bro. If you keep parping on it, just just keep going. I'm just going to say, in the offensive, the way the offense flowed last year, the one thing we said, like, Kyrie, great, you can score, but when you get the ball, the ball just stops moving. You know what I mean? No, and but, I uh, hope that's not what – I hope Carson Edwards is just like, I would get shots up to get good ready I get for you, the season. I get you, but, but in, in the offense last year, there were – Offensive schemes where Kyrie was off the ball, so I think Carson will benefit from being off the ball, and he'll be 
he'll be ready to shoot. And you need you need guys like that. Yeah, you need energy guys like that who can give you give you give you a bucket. You know, Brad's been itching for that throughout his tenure. I'm just I'm just who can give you who can give you a bucket, and you don't have to worry about his confidence. Uh, to add to your question, who else has been impressive? I like Grant Williams because I've seen a couple of veteran moves from him in terms of uh, creating contact, getting to the free throw line. In the front court, you're gonna need a lot of that. Yeah, yeah so, that, that, so I asked you for one most yeah, I know, impressive man. person. I mean, just, there's only you, you took mine, but it's okay. All right, my bad. You took mine. <laughs> it's okay, but yeah, I agree, man. I agree. <laughs> I just, I just think his 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 overall attitude and his and his feel for the game just he just doesn't look like a rookie out there. And that's exactly. Yeah, what I love you want I to love see. myself some Grant. I love myself some. If Grant. he was like four inches taller, I love him more. Going back to Carson Edwards, really, he's quickly. a young Draymond. I'm telling everybody, going back to Carson Edwards, really, he's a young quickly. Draymond Green. The reason why I'm worried about him is I see more J.R. Smith in him than I do uh, than I do a Eddie House. Eddie, I, like, Eddie House was J.R. Smith. What are you talking no, about? Eddie House was a was a responsible J.R. Smith. Like he knew his role a lit a lot more than J.R. Smith knows his role. Or like he was just more efficient, man. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but he but was efficient because he took less he, shots. He was chucking, based, but based but on what I saw, shots. based on what I saw in, in summer league. He didn't miss a beat. You know how sometimes in summer league people just dominate, and then when yeah. it comes to prison, you're like, "What the fuck happened?" Literally, he has a very fast release, yeah. and also, Sean, do you not like Carson Edwards? Seriously, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you're just picking. You're just picking at him, picking at him. No, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of hype around Carson Edwards. Is he right on now. your list? Already? Like, like if he if he had picked Carson Edwards, we're just like, yeah, but we don't know. He's like, no, fuck that, yo. He's gonna be a good player, guys. Come on. No, I'm for real. I'm for. Real. I said that. I said this off air. I said this off air. He looked like shit tonight. You're absolutely the first person to have a problem with Carson Edwards. Oh, that, that I've. By the way, to. his fucking shorts are mad fucking short. Oh, here we go. What the fuck's here up with we that? Go. You know what I mean? Like I was watching him tonight, I was like, "Bro, that you, train's never late." Bro, are you next up is gonna be his hair? Are you wearing women's soccer shorts? Is that what you're doing? Do you have them folded up around the fucking waist hair, to, is, wear, to is, make him higher? Is his hair unkempt too? No, his hair is what his hair is. He looks like a fucking fool, but it is what it is. But it's but it's but, but, but it's him. But Marcus Smart does it. He's taking care of. Him. No, Marcus Smart. I was talking to Paulo today about Marcus Smart's hair. <laughs> and I was like, can you believe his That's hair? That's his fiance, by the way, if you guys don't know. I was like, can you believe his hair? And he, she was like, mm, that's not good. And I was like, I know. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I kind of like it. No, she, she she agrees with me. I don't hate her. Um, but yes, if I had to pick, a, if I had to rank the rookies, ranking the rookies. All right, no, before you say that, though, the guys you, 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 okay, you said Grant Williams, you said Grant Williams, I said Grant Williams, and Carson Edwards. The question was, no, do man. they have a role? You got you got Carson. I got I got. Well, that's what I'm trying to get at. All right, I, I right. think I think I if, think he has a role. If you're talking about ranking like the the rookies, mm-hmm. I think Romeo is at the bottom because he's just unproven. He's raw. He needs time to develop. Yeah, he actually reminds me a lot of James Young, which is not good. But James Young, we'll really? figure that shit out. Nah, but cool. but I mean, who, who you loved, by the way? I loved, but also <laughs> I was proven wrong time and time again about. All right. Yeah, he's no R.J. Hunter. <laughs> yeah, no, he's much better than R.J. Hunter. Stop it. You want to go back there, bro? Yeah, I, we can do that. I can do it all day. Dude, I will pull up some turkey highlights right now, bro. RJ is uh, killing it. Okay, I'm gonna say this: Carson Edwards. No one's gonna like him after 15 games. He's gonna be the biggest thorn in the side in 15 games if they're starting to lose. This is such a lie, man! I can't wait for Joel to pull his audio. For like someone, for someone that thinks that the Celtics can make it to the NBA Finals, you seem you seem awfully concerned about little things. I'm. And we're talking about me and Sway talking about big things. I need to be worried about that. You're not worried about it at all. Concerned wait, 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 about wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You still holding on to that? To what? This team can make it to the NBA Finals. Yeah. 
Yeah. Of course he is. Jesus. Yeah, man. Yo, I'm I'm telling you, that that foursome that they have, the the four players, the four all star players, because Jalen Brown got a haircut. He's now an all star. Right? <laughs> uh the four all stars that they Book potentially it. can have. Like and he's been fucking killing it. And Jalen looks Jaylen great. Brown, especially against the magic. Tatum looks amazing right, right now. Yeah, so I know so we're let's, focusing. So let's, so let's talk about that. We're focusing we're, we're, we're on we're the focusing. bad things like yeah, Carson I know, I know, Edwards. But, but I mean but, Yeah, but see that's where the conversation ends. No, yeah, yeah, they you're look right. great. That's it. They look great. No, 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 but I they look like an NBA championship. Going into the preseason, what I was looking for was what can any of these rookies contribute? And Gordon Hayward, that was that was my thing. I was like, yo, how do you Gordon, feel about G- if GH? Gordon Hay- if GH looks pretty good, man. If, if he, even if he's missing shots, if he's if he looks aggressive and he looks confident and taking those shots and and making and trying to make different plays, I'm cool. I, I don't care if he's only averaging like nine points. Gordon right is the yeah, least of my concerns. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you right now, Gordon's has the approach, the attitude. Yeah, no, because after everything that was said about him, I was just that's what I wanted to see. I envisioned. A Utah Jazz uniform on Gordon Hayward his last two games, like that's how good it's been. Like I, I see this. Yeah. I'm not gonna go on a limb and say he's yeah, gonna he, he's gonna put up those kind of numbers, but that's what he looks like right now. Off the dribble at like the the elbow, and it was like wet as fuck. That's like, what I'm saying. I was like, man. I was like, okay, okay, but then you know he's not getting a ton of run right now because it's preseason. But like no, when but he, when he's getting it, he's he's yeah, going. No, I like, think Brad. I think Brad already. He, he he's seen it. He's seen it, and that's why Kemba also didn't play. He's like, no, nah, these two, um, yeah. you don't have to play as much. Now, and he's worried about everybody else. Now, okay, I, I so I want I want to make my point very abundantly clear, clear right now. The Celtics can make the NBA Finals this year because they will have four borderline All Stars on this team. Now, if they can figure out their it's bench, it's going to be like one, but okay. If they can figure out their bench and like Four maybe points. the rookies do play, I don't know. Maybe they make a trade because, because the conference is so weak. They have a shot. I'm not saying that they have absolutely no shot. I mean, what, the finals, what, what type of contract did Mook sign? One year deal, two year deal, fifteen mil for one year. Yeah, one year. Yo, trade for him at the at the trade deadline. <laughs> Bring that motherfucker back <laughs> for they, real. One year deal. Trade for that motherfucker. Why wouldn't they just wait for him to go off the books and grab him? <laughs> like, no, because, no, because then you're gonna have to sign him for more. Like, no, I, I, I would trade. What, I would trade. What, you know what? No, I, I'm I'm with you. If rental. You want to? You want a rental? You want a rental? No, I'm with you if the Knicks fucking wave him. They're, then I'm with they're you. They're not gonna do that. Then I'm with you. Or they probably they, won't they do could, that. They could trade him, and then he can get. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just saying. There's a lot of. There's a lot. Of, okay. It's maybe, a tradable. It's a tradable Mook, contract. I get yes. it. But I'm, Mook maybe is not the best thing. Yeah. But, but the there's gonna be a lot of guys out there. How do we end up here? That are no. I'm, because only, only Ducha can can steer can steer us into that <laughs> conversation. How are we in New York right now? <laughs> I, only, I only don't know. All, all I know is we got off. We got off the pike. Got on ninety one. On all 84, of, all, of a, sudden, all of a sudden we're in the Bronx. We're, uh, we're, we're, all of a sudden, we're in front of MSG right now. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Um, sorry, guys. The GW Bridge. I don't know why, but here we are. No, South Star Championship. I'm going a couple weeks, by the way, guys. Down. Championship team. Championship team. Okay. I do think that because whatever right. you do, whatever Danny Ainge, uh, the four have looked amazing, and they look like they're ready to, to take over. The five, including Marcus Smart, look like they're ready to take over. Mm. Like... If you want to pull in Cantor into there, you have a solid six-man rotation right there. Arguably, the best depth of a six-man rotation in the Eastern Conference. All right. I'll tell you this. All right. I'll say this much. Jalen Brown, in terms of what he does with the basketball in transition, I I just find it hard to believe 
that there's going to be a lot of teams that can like stop him when he does that. They can't. They can't. The way he's bulked up, no, the, they can't. Not only that, but like the way speed. he's handling the ball, the way he's the the, the speed, better decisions too. Like the exactly the aerodynamics. He's not thinking twice. Like he's just looking unstoppable out yeah, there. The aerodynamics is great. When if you catch this dude in, in transition, give him the ball and just let him go. And I'm well, telling you right now, he's either going to get a layup or he's going to the free throw line. And if you look at Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum in a half-court set. Ball it. Who's even touching that ball? In, in the sense of not only is because he's picking the right spots when to shoot the ball, because that drove me crazy last year. <laughs> He'd always shoot in a double team, yep. try to dribble out a double team or a triple team at some point. No, he knows when to give up the ball, when to get it back, when to wait for the screens, especially against the Magic. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly when the screen was coming. It looked amazing. When to cut, when to split defenders, when to go to the hoop, when to get to the free throw line. That is going to make him a 20-point score. Yep. Getting to the free throw line, knowing when to pull up for that three, and not for set up for a contested mid-range yeah. jump shot. Preach, that baby. drove me insane Preach. last year. Hey, you know what? It looks I'm, pretty hey, fucking good, man. I got to say, he looks... Hey, this, this Orlando game... Hey, put it away. Put it away. Put it away. This is the best... Is it in case you miss it? This is the what? best I've seen from Tatum since those games in 2018 playoff run. Like oh, that, the one that everyone was talking about and drooling over. Is it because he's he's Kobe ionizing himself? No, that's man, what I, I was saying. That's it. what I was saying, man. I got nothing to do I, with I it. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to spoil it in case that's you missed fine, it, but fine. I got nothing to do with Bro, it. Bro, now he's Brad Stevens Tatum again. Like he <laughs> he's back to he's back to hey, I know you you felt yourself and you went to go learn with Kobe instead of learning with me, but now you're back with me again, so it's threes it's and layups he, it's and not like, it's not like no spent, more ISOs, all right? It's not like he spent the summer with Brad. He spent the summer with Popovich. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true, but no, no. Uh, That's not even it is. better, bro. All right, then. That's not what it is. <laughs> what happened to Jason Tatum last season was a result of what happened Kobe. in the 2018 playoffs. Kobe. No, okay? He came Kobe. in with a big head. He thought that things would come easy to him the way he did in the postseason, and he had a uh, he had a, 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 a slap of reality. I know we talked about Jalen Brown bulking up too, but have you seen Tatum lately? No, nah, nah, not like Jalen, bro. No, not like Jalen, but like he Jaylen. he look at look at from him. Joel's like, yo, have you seen him with his shirt nah, off? Like yeah, Jaylen, it's on your back what? of your phone. We already right, talked right. about this. <laughs> Right, we did, we right, did. I, I, I let it, I let it slide the first time you said you guys did that. Yo, it's yo, your screensaver, okay? It's relax. not mine. It's yours. <laughs> relax. I let it slide the first episode. I was like, all right. More gay jokes. All right, cool. <laughs> hey. Oh, I don't know. You're taking it there? <laughs> that's exactly what it is. What do you mean he's taking it there? No, I mean, he's calling not, it what it not, is. Now you sound like the fucking the comments that we get. We don't know basketball because we're gay. Like here we are in 2019. Is that the joke? We're gay because we don't know we don't know basketball enough. What is is that who, the joke? Is that the joke? Who said that? You know, people all the time. You know, is, is, is that the joke? Shit? What's next? It's so 2019. What's what next? Is that, is that the joke? Like what's we, the next joke? <laughs> This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. The football season is in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. That's right. That's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. That's right. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser straight bet parlay or tease your way through the season. You can bet on wild prop bets, such as who will be the first head coach to get canned, and will the Miami Dolphins actually win a football game? That's right. You can actually win money on this stuff. Guys, you don't want to miss out on this. Get the fastest two-market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50. That's CLNS50. Head over to 
the website betonline.ag today, or you can use your mobile device to join and use the promo code CLNS50. That'll get you a 50% welcome bonus. That's CLNS50, betonline.ag. That is betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, on that note, let's get into... Joel's in case you missed it. Let's wrap up this episode the same way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street. We take our trip around the NBA. And uh, Joel, what do you got? What did we miss? In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. China has suspended work with uh, with the Rockets over... What? Why? Over a tweet. My what happened? Over a tweet. Oh, jeez. By general manager. Oh, it is. Daryl Morey. What year is it? Isn't he the owner? No, he's he's the GM. Who owns the Rockets? Not Daryl Morey. Hakeem Olajuwon, bro. Who cares? <laughs> this is the point of the freaking story. Thought he was the owner. Okay, <laughs> All right, he 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 tweeted in support of the pro democracy protesters in Hong Kong, and the tweet read, and it's, it's been obviously been since deleted. Fight for freedom. Stand with Hong Kong. And uh, for those uh, been living under a rock, China has a uh, communist government, and they're not happy. Obviously. Yeah, they are. They're pretty mad. They're yeah. pretty mad right now. Yeah, yeah China, I mean, China Official Basketball Association, headed by Hall of Famer and Houston Rocket, Yao Ming, said in all, it will suspend cooperation with the Rockets after general manager said what he said. Chinese Basketball Association said on uh, Weibo, which is the Twitter-like, because Twitter doesn't exist in China, hmm. if you didn't know that. I didn't. Uh, that uh, Moray had an improper remarks regarding Hong Kong, to which it expressed its... Strong opposition. So, um, well, I feel like we gotta get a weep on Weibo, 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 something like that. We get on Weibo. Well, if people don't know the 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 main the the biggest thing about it or the beef, I guess I should say between Hong Kong and China is the fact that people from from China or I should say officials from China can go into Hong Kong and just extradite anybody that they that they want. And the fact that China is just making such a huge like big deal about this, I mean. I get it in a sense, but I also don't get it. And the reason why I do get it is because the NBA has so much invested in China. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That they know that they, they, they sort of have them by the balls, so to speak, if you know what I mean. Like yeah, because, you know, the reason, the reason, the reason why it's been such, it's been in the news, like a hot topic in the news is because of the relationship that the NBA and China have had for years. And the United States and China has had. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. The bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Big time. But, you know, Alan Silva tried to clean it up, try to come in and apologize and say, but he did say that he did, he, st- he stood by what Moray tweeted because it's like, you know, he tweeted it here. He's a U.S. citizen. Yeah. And this country is obviously completely different from the Chinese government. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Exactly. You so can criticize whoever you want. But obviously they're taking it as like, Oh, we're, in, we're in business together. We've had a great relationship and you now guys, you guys are making fun of our you're kind of, yeah, you're making yeah. fun of like, and so in so in so many ways, how we do things here. Yeah. Yeah, man. How I, dare you? Uh I mean, yeah, horrible move by Daryl Morey. Also though, I mean, what are you gonna just gonna tiptoe around China forever? You know what I mean? But that, that yeah, but see this but is the, the thing is though, with the yeah. with, with these NBA players who have been asked about it, who also, have, as fuck. Who, who also have relationships with the Chinese in in terms of money in their pockets, you got the Golden State Warriors, for example. With uh, Steph Curry and, and Steve Kerr, who are they're just like, yeah, we don't know too much about it. We don't want to comment on it, but yeah, it's not they're quick to quick to to comment about other here's other things in the news that are happening here in, in this country, for example. Here's what this proves: 
The United States is not the biggest world power anymore. It's fucking China. China is the number one world power right now. Everybody's so financially reliant on China. Whether it's the NBA. They don't want to burn bridges. Whether it's the United States. Whether it's the European Union. Nobody can burn bridges with China. China is just like, we're going to do our thing. We're not going to talk shit about anybody. But we are producing everything and sending it everywhere across the world. So you guys are fucked. Don't fucking talk shit about us. And it's been like that for a while, and people are just ignoring it. But now, like, this is the first major organization. No, nah, everybody's realizing. Everybody's yeah. realizing, like, uh, China's actually got the most power and the most fucking, like, ability to just make the NBA not irrelevant, but it's not going to be a global sensation. It's anymore. a black guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a black guy. It's they a would, black guy for the NBA. Not only, I mean, the NBA is not going to exist in China in three weeks. Yeah. See, it's it's, it's, it's going to never have happened. See, that hurts them business-wise, and that's why this Yo. is a, a big deal for the NBA. And here's another thing, too. The NBA has done a terrific job in terms of being the one league that speaks out on social injustices, right? Yeah. They, they they did the, the Black Lives Matter Movement, whether we're talking about LeBron James and and Chris Paul and all them getting on stage, NFL, exactly. NFL is like the complete opposite of the the NBA, right? But no one fucking, then no one can fuck with China. But no, my my whole point is like when you put yourself on that on that platform on that stage where you're like, okay, we'll we'll speak out against social injustices. We'll let our players speak out. We won't penalize them. We won't like 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 for example, the whole Colin, Colin Kaepernick. If he was an NBA player, he'd be all set. It wouldn't have been a big yeah, deal. He'd be, he'd so then signed, now yeah. with this thing, it's like okay, well, Moria is like, hey, this is this is the quote unquote wokest league in the in the in, in sports, right? I can say whatever I want, and then now it's so financially dependent on a fucking communist country. But that's the thing, though. Like you can't now, talk now, shit about it. But now it that backfired it, because no, of that. They but, forgot how much. But now that it's it affects, invested in China. Now that it affects their pockets, they're they're mute. They're not saying a damn thing. They said that if they drop they're one deal, if they're they backpedaling, and that's hypocrisy. If, and it's finest. Yeah, it's 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 pretty pathetic, actually. It if is. you really think about it, it really, is. the fact that Steve. Well, like, the, no, no, the fact that the commissioner had to step in is like, okay, the NBA is in panic mode. That's the panic button. Panic exactly. fucking yeah. button. Huge and and time. he definitely sent out a memo that says, if anyone asks about China, just say you don't know shit because we can't lose this deal. That's why all the players are mute right now. The reason why those the, those the salary caps went up, mad millions of dollars. The TV deal. The TV deal, but also because they're getting like at least uh, uh half a billion dollars from China Every fucking year, like the fact, the fact that With sponsorships and NBA China and all yeah. that stuff that and, and and international fucking TV deals, like to have the games on yeah, over yeah. there, the like fact, the fact that the fact that the Lakers are over there right now and LeBron could give two shits about what's going on, bro. No, I'm just saying someone who someone who's always been outspoken yeah. and he hasn't said shit and look at look at look at Trump now shitting all over Kerr and shitting all over fucking Stephen Curry. Because they have nothing to say, my man. Because they I, didn't want to go to the fucking White House. That's I why. Fucking, well, I know, I know. But no, I'm saying, no, no, I know. I but he's so bitter. It, but no, but, but they're, always, was, they're always so open about shitting on him. Yeah, it's the first time he's ever been right about. They anything didn't clap back. They didn't clap back. Yeah, you know what I'm it's saying. It's the first time Trump's ever been right about anything. It's a fucking entire presidency. Like it is. It is saying something like you are. I am, but uh, I mean, I don't agree with Trump because he's saying they shouldn't have been talking bad about the United States. No. They should have been talking bad about the injustices in the United States. But you, if you're going to talk bad about that, if you, 
If Daryl Morey goes over there and sees the injustices happening in China, you better fucking talk about that shit too. And if and if it gets to the NBA and you know about it, and fucking Steve Kerr knows what the fuck's happening in China, his team has been over there many years to do their thing. He has the number one sponsored player in Clay Thompson in China. The most money he's making in China. He's got the Chinese shoe deal on his team. He knows what the fuck's happening yeah. in China. Garnett's been out there in the past. Paul I'm Pierce has been you, out there in the past. Like, I mean, the relationship, the relationship is fucked right now. It's fucked right now. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you some of the backlash so far that's been happening because of this stupid tweet. So on the Chinese Nike website, there's no Houston Rockets gear available anymore. Uh, CCTV, which is their channel where they play all the NBA games. They're uh-huh. pulling all the NBA games for now. They're also taking down any any NBA signs and posters and painting over NBA logos, anything Houston Rockets related, all around Shanghai and, and the, other cities in China. And the Nets and Lakers games they had there, they didn't allow any American media to go. Yeah. Like, their practice were closed. <laughs> but here's the thing. Well, they played, yeah, they played two. Cause, yeah. They played two, yeah. yeah you know. The NBA should have just bet on themselves. There is enough mania that's been <laughs> built. so passionate about that. No, there's enough mania that's been built over in China over the past 20 years yeah, I that get they it, but... love the fucking NBA. How many times have we been driving past Chinatown and you see some guy out there in a fucking Russell Westbrook jersey fucking putting up shots? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the the Chinese I mean, culture, they've been, they've been, number one sport is been, the NBA. Yeah, they've been on basketball for a, for a long for time. For a very long time. So, like, the years. NBA could have just bet on themselves and said, you can try to ban us in China, but... Your people are still going to watch us and pay us and do all this stuff. Well, I mean, when these teams showed up to their to their hotels, the, the Nets and the, and the Lakers, prior to the tweet, because they arrived before uh, yeah. Daryl Murray sent out the tweet, there were hundreds and thousands of, 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 of NBA fans chasing these buses. And after the tweet, it's been crickets. It's like 12 guys. Out in there in front of their, their, and they're covering their faces every time cameras come around and shit worried. like that. They're worried. They got they're the... worried and shit. Of course they are. But it wouldn't, but I mean, it wouldn't and, last and that and long. Here, and here, the Sixers game where, where fucking Ben Simmons hit his first, first three pointer of his, of his fucking NBA career. In case you missed it. They were playing against, uh, a Chinese, a Chinese team. I'm oh, not going to attempt. I'm going to, no, it wasn't Shanghai Sharks. I'm going to attempt to pronounce his name. There's other teams, Sean. Yeah. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Oh, the, um, the, um, Stop. The Lions. Just stop right Just now. leave it right there. Just the, the, the <laughs> Just right stop there. right there. All right. Fine. Sixers fans. Sixers fans were ejected because they had signs that said free Hong Kong. Well, yeah. Sure, I mean, not even yeah. Stefan Marbury stepping in on this. He's just like, I'm going to shut up. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> and he made his, <laughs> and he made his money <laughs> out there. He you. said, I'm not fucking that money train up. Fuck that. Yo, Stefan Marbury could be I have no Robert. opinion on they this. They were throwing out, bro, for having these signs that say free, that, that say free Hong Kong. Like, you you can't now even here because that's how severed the relationship is right now. Hey, I, I, I'm gonna say one thing. I'm gonna say one thing. Yeah, wrap a- it up. Any man. any type of pressure from the NBA to tell the people of China to free themselves is going on deaf ears because the only way revolutions ever happen is when the people themselves rise up because they want to. It's not because another country's telling them to. It's any revolution that's ever happened that's overtaken them. It's way. It actually sets them back from having other countries telling them what to do. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be authentic. It has to be the people of Hong Kong rising up against communist Hong Kong, China yeah. and going against it. But, I but go, you know I don't want to go down that route, but all right. No, but, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just, but I'm just don't shoot the messenger on this one. That, that's what they're, that's what the Chinese government's worried about. I got you. Is that I was just the NBA has a, has a big enough platform to swell the people of Hong Kong. 
or the swell of people of China to go against the government, uh-huh. which I don't think was ever going to happen. If they just if they just ignored the tweet, yeah. no one in Hong Kong would have been like Daryl Morey. No, but that said what? But that's just you know it, what though. I mean, what though? if it, like, what if it was like what if it was flipped and you know a general manager of uh, someone in, someone important in, in in the Chinese league was like, yeah, man, them, them Americans they're dumb as fuck. Like <laughs> it would just happen. Just, no, people know. call Americans dumb as fuck. We're not a company. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying different. it's different. That's I'm a just horrible saying, fucking. I'm just, I don't know. Something, <laughs> something, something that's the same as we have as Trump that. as president. We're used to everyone calling us fucking morons. Well, all right. Something. I was just trying to think of something no, similar. No, no, I get what you're saying. You see what I'm, it, it, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like events were canceled. We're talking about events that affect kids and, you know, and donating computers or whatever the case may be to schools were canceled. I know the NBA still donated these things, but. Like these kids were looking forward to these events, yeah. and the Chinese government like, "Fuck no, that's not gonna happen." Like we gotta save it face would, here. It would almost be like I don't know, like fifteen, whatever, I don't know, whatever X amount of years, seventeen, eighteen years ago, if there were like someone was someone important from the Chinese league was just like, "Oh, then <laughs> I don't know if this even fits," but no, <laughs> the, the U.S. <laughs> the U.S. You know, they they they. Deserve nine eleven, or they should have fucking got nine eleven, like something like that. Like this, is, uh, like this is why nine eleven happened. Yeah, this is why. Like something that would have attacked the nah, American so. politics, or their in freedom. the sense of that we all felt offended as yeah. American people. Because think about it, Chinese. No, it's different. It's different. Chinese different. citizens were they're offended by that. They're not offended by some it. people agree with what's going on. The right Chinese now. citizens. Okay. Why were they not? We're st- getting into a very political debate. Wait, you, chi- did you did yeah, this. You did this. I want to go ten minutes ago, but you if you want to go there, listen. It's the Chinese citizens that that look at the tweet from Maury and say, "Wow, look at the support we're getting." They're not looking no, at the tweet though. Man. They don't see. They've never seen the tweet. The government is telling them, "This is what this motherfucker said." Yeah. We're not going to deal with the NBA anymore, yeah. and they're like, "Okay." That's why. That's what it is. That's why there aren't thousands of fans lining up for <laughs> NBA players right now. Yeah. There's only like twenty. The government is telling the, the government is telling their citizens gonna we are going to boycott the NBA, and then they, they can't say, but why? They're well, going to say, okay. But that's the thing. The thing that Daryl Myers fighting. So a lot of these for, guys are brainwashed, man. For the, real, that's, that's what, what communism I mean. is. Hello, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. That's what Daryl Moore was saying. Is that you need to fight for the I people of Hong Kong? That, but that's not his position. So they're not bro. brainwashed. That's not his position. He's a fucking GM of a high yeah. NBA team. Yeah, people in Hong Kong love what he said, <laughs> but Chinese people are like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Like, I don't know. The best that's example a- I can think of is like diehard Trump fans. Like, they wouldn't like that if someone like made fun of Trump or whatever. Like, I mean, they're used to it here in this country, but like on that sense. It's hard to compare the two yeah, because it is, it is, it is. yeah, because one's communist, one's a democracy. Exactly, the citizens of China, the of China, they sort bow of, down. Really. They bow down to the leader way more than Americans ever would. Yeah, because the, basically, what's happening or right any now? President. Basically, what's happening right now is like, hey, do you like the NBA? Oh, you do. Well, stop liking them, and if you do like them, your family's gonna starve to death. That's basically what the fuck is happening over there. Right exactly. Now. Okay. Like so we'll pull you, we'll take you out of your job, we'll put you in a fucking okay, concentration you're camp. With us okay. Never pay you or, again, yeah, and your exactly. family will live, exactly. live with the bombs. And exactly. they can't question it. Yeah. That's the, fucking that's communism, what, that's, bro. Okay. Okay. Again, I agree with you, but that's the reason why this relationship with the NBA was so important because no other league, no other American league had that relationship with China. Yeah, but you also can't bow down to that it's shit. It's not about bowing down. The they NBA, are bowing down no, to that not. shit. No, the they're NBA's not. The NBA's bowing down to that no, shit not. right now. No, listen, listen. Yes, they are. Listen, listen. They're not. All they want to do is fix it. Fix what? Fix the... the, the because the, they said the, the, the mistake truth? that tweet... How? They said the truth of being like, hey... It's the truth. Listen, it's the, it's the truth 
if the majority of the people don't believe in communism. It's that's a, yeah. That's see, a, that's the reason I brought up nine eleven because that's the only <laughs> like that's the that's the that's the sore subject that'll really get Americans riled up. But so America, this will get this nearly gets Chinese citizens as riled up because they're like, wait, wait a minute, you guys are sports. Like we've separated you completely from the political conversation. Yeah. Now you're getting into politics, and we're in a space where like we believe in our leader. You can't be talking about our leader like exactly. that. You can't criticize our leader the way you just did because that's our guy, and you just cross boundaries that no one's ever done before. It's almost like it's almost like you know we see we see color right. Everyone, every every human being, right? But if if someone that you believed in wholeheartedly was like. Yo, this table, uh, obviously, you, people listening can't see this table. This table is brown. But if the leader says, no, this table is black, and the people who believe that and that leader is like, okay, yeah, he's right. The table's black. And then somebody, <laughs> somebody from the outside goes, what are you, stupid? The table's brown. And it's like, whoa, how dare you say the table's brown? My leader said the table's we it's be- black. We believe in this table. This table, <laughs> our leader says it's black. It's black. Do you remember in Toy Story when Buzz and Woody go into the claw machine? Oh, man, we don't watch Toy That's Story. That's fucking what's happening right now, <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you know what there I mean? All the For those that have like, seen Toy Story, oh, you can see the comparison <laughs> yeah. in this. That's how we're going to wrap up this little this yep. little. This little this little piece right here of vacation mystic. Yo, that that's it's fucking true. China. You're bro. right. You're right. If you grew up if you grew up thinking that, you know, basketball was the end all or be all, and then someone was like, nah, man, soccer is so much better. What? Like how are you gonna <laughs> tell me that? That's what I'm saying. Ah, fucking China overtaking our fucking <laughs> podcast. I just think it's it's, it's your, I think it's worth talking about. I just don't want to ignore it. You know? Okay, okay. Let's let's to bring me, this back to, to me, our what podcast. What makes it so interesting is how other countries, other cultures like you just don't mix in politics and sports, and like yeah. it just it blew their minds. They're, they're just like, wait a minute. Well, what? and also, it also like what did you guys just say? Like, it also it, it was to too much for them. It's the, too much. The progress. I don't even know if it's a good progression, but it's a progression. It might be. And at the end of the day, it might be. Maybe in a couple of years, the, it's like the platform progression. Like it doesn't yeah. matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you're getting how you're getting the platform right. you have a platform so if you're educated enough you can make a statement and it can change people's minds right it's like yo that's what we do over here it's like wait we don't do that over there we don't do that in china no, no. You know what i mean you're, like, the singers sing the cooks cook the right. the basketball players play basketball you think, and the politicians politics you think athletes in china speak no. out about stuff like no they don't they, they don't. have a job that's been exactly. it's like it's like fucking the giver <laughs> that's exactly like the giver. That's exactly that's a better wow. That's a better analogy than Toy Story. It's not Save a better that. analogy than it Toy is, Story. It is. It is because in, in the giver, everybody no. saw black and white. Yeah. And when one kid started to see color, he's like, "Holy shit! There's a whole new world out there yeah. that I had no nah, idea my about." My Toy Story shit was on fucking point. No, I'm not no, saying it wasn't, man. but like for those who you know, who you just who, dropped the giver. For those who, one of my favorite books. Man. For those who aren't six, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure people have seen. You know, I mean, people have read they, the they, giver. They know about the giver. They know about the giver, bro. It was poorly adapted into a movie. But that's besides the point. One of the best I didn't even watch all, it. One of the best bad. movies of all time is Toy Story. Yeah, well, I'm just talking about The Giver. I like The Giver. I mean, Pizza Planet, see, when they go in, you know, it's, it's like fucking, you're, you're you know, taught. Plot. What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. I'm talking about The Giver. Like, it's, right. it's, <laughs> you're taught to see the world in one way, and when someone says, nah, man, the world is actually this way, and here, and here's the examples of, of here's, how. Here's proof. Here's proof. And right. it's like, what? And it's like, no, it just doesn't, that doesn't, it doesn't fly. But at the same time, this is this is why there's some politics, there's some politicians in this country that say just shut up and ball. Uh, in case you missed it, Al Horford recently opened up about leaving the Celtics with Steve oh, Bullpet of the Boston Herald. 
basically yeah, saying yeah, it was did. time for a change and he wasn't sure what the future looked like without Kyrie, but he did say the Celtics would not have succeeded if he signed with the Celtics. Yo, did I or did I not say this like three months ago? Yeah. Did I not say that the from the moment Al Horford decided to go to the Philadelphia 76ers was the reason behind it was one, wasn't sure of the future of the Boston Celtics. Two, a better chance to win a championship. And three, hundred million dollars, or at least what ninety-seven of it is guaranteed. One hundred nine, but ninety-seven guaranteed. Yeah. What would you do if you were Al? Well, in the in the piece, it seemed like, at least to me, that he wasn't gonna, he wasn't feeling a a Sean's plan of uh, Terry Rozier leading the uh, the Celtics. Sean's plan. He fucked up. And he thought it would have felt, it would have been different had he knew Kemba was coming. You so. don't have to trade Jason Tatum. Celtics will open up the regular season on Anthony October 23rd versus Horford in the Sixers. Yo. Down in Philly. Sean's plan. Yo. <laughs> Sean, somebody is willing to drop 50 bucks for a Kyrie Irving turkey that says, I hate Thanksgiving. I fucking told you the market was there. <laughs> That's only one. I don't person. know how serious this dude is, but that's how fired up he is. I would have, I would have sold him from twenty bucks, so that guy would have been fucking buying two. Right. I would have bought. I would have said three for fifty, bro. <laughs> you got fifty bucks to spend. I ain't gonna leave that sitting there. Three for fifty. I'll give you a deal. So is, is any of this news to you guys? Because I, I'm, I'm telling you, that's exactly why I like. That's why I don't I blame don't, him for leaving. I just don't get like what what this news is to me is that. It tells me that Al Horford was so far along with signing with Philly way before anybody was reporting about it because they were tampering. He didn't even yes, because they were tampering and he didn't <laughs> I don't think he didn't know. He didn't know at all about Kemba. No. We knew about Kemba like like five days before Al even uh, uh, even rumors came out about Al. Well, that's because no, 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 the Al that's rumors came same, out first. The same and, day the same And because day. They, they didn't sign Jimmy Bowler. That's why they no, had that. The extra same money. day that they, they that he declined his Player he, option. He was going to Philly. The same day, negotiations ended with signing a new deal. But the I mean, same fucking day. But, but I mean, his agent is tapped into the NBA, so he would have known, like, hey, I think Kemba's going to Boston. And if that really would have swayed stuff, it would have been fine. But I think he had already agreed on a deal with Philly. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, the he day knew, he, he, he stopped his, the negotiation, he, he went to Philly. He already knew what his market was. That's why yeah, I think the they, tampering came, comes in. This team had no shot at signing both of them. Oh no! You, yeah, yeah. Money wise, no, it couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. It couldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not even. And I don't, I'm, I'm not think, even talking about Annette's Cantor's contract. They had. Say, they didn't never have say enough money. Never, never say never. They, they didn't have out. enough money. They figured it out. Okay, they would have to trade off Hayward or someone of that caliber. They would. They would have traded. They had to shed salary big time to make yeah. that work. <laughs> they would have traded Shemi. It would have came down to either Al or Walker. I'm telling him. Well, Kemba all day. Speaking of uh, agreed, Al's agent, or I guess now former agent, Jalen Brown has hired Al Horford's former agent. Really? Yes. Did According to what? Jackie McMullen. Who did he sign with? I don't know this fucking guy's name. I just I hate Who's when you do agent? that to me. If you love to focus on some certain details when he, you shouldn't. If, if, if he <laughs> knew the name of the guy, he would have led with that. I wouldn't have. Yeah, I would have. Thousand percent sure he would. Couldn't find his fucking okay. name. I what just the know. fuck is the guy's name? I don't know what his fucking name is. Who's the agent? Who was he agent of? He's a former agent of Al Horford. Of Al, Al Horford. Former. Former. Not current. Not current. Let me text Anna. Hmm. I don't really think this is a good business plan for Jalen. I mean, nah, he can't handle those kind of negotiations by himself, man. Well, obviously, he's clearly ready to talk about a new deal, whether it's in a, a week or so, or next summer. 
because he negotiated his own rookie deal. Oh, he confirmed it too. Ooh. Yeah. Confirmed what? Jason Glushon. No, this is a oh Glushon Yabaselli. This is a Google search away, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Jason Glushon Yabaselli. But see, but you're asking, but you don't even know what the fuck the guy's name is. So why does it matter? <laughs> Jesus you don't Christ, know Jason Glushon. Get the fuck out of here. I thought it was gonna be a high profile agent. That's why I didn't look it up because it, that the tweet came out from Jack McMullen. That would they would have led that with the tweet. You know, fucking Rich Paul. Who used to be Al Horford's agent is now Jalen Brown's agent. That would have been the lead. Al Horford never worked with Rich. Well, Paul, I'm man. just saying. You're wrong. There. You know what I mean. All right. Well, let me ask you guys this: Any chance uh, Jalen Brown actually signs an extension with the Celtics? Yes, I think this this agent. Well, you talking about wow, this? You said that about, so fast. Hold on, hold on. No, yeah, I'm talking about right now. Right I'm, now, I'm talking about within the next ten days. No. I think Jalen Brown. Uh, I think Jalen Brown signed an agent uh, probably to do that to see what he could get. Like, there's a reason why he signed it right now. Yeah, but see, he did that. He he wants to gauge his worth, but he's not going to actually do it. He would sign it. I think if he got 20 mil, he would sign it. Why would he do that? Because I think he sees... Jalen Brown is gassed, bro. And I mean that in a good way. I mean that, trust me, I mean that in a good way. I think Jalen Brown knows that if he goes off the way he sees himself going off this season. Well, he's also gassed. He's going to, he's, he's in line for a huge. Yeah, but, well, he's, but he's also but, gassed because but, 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 if Ainge is telling him, you got to earn it, he's like, okay, then I'm going to show it to you. Okay. I'm gonna earn but it this here's year. the thing. Here's the thing. He could also get traded. And if he wants to control where he plays, he locks his, locks up a deal right now. If he wants to stay in Boston, then he locks up a deal for $20 million a year. If Boston, for if four Boston to five years. I'm just, I'm just saying with okay. an agent, you can do it, right? But if he's not the number one trade piece that the Celtics have this year as a guy coming off the books that is going to give big value to wherever they get, they trade him to, it's Jalen Brown, man. And I don't, I, I mean, if I'm, I don't, I wouldn't want to get traded. I would rather, if I like where I am, man, I want to resign there. So maybe I get it done. What if you're not a top three option? But you, you would be eventually if they gave you twenty million. Mm. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes. All I know, all, all I know, is Jalen's about to have a beast of a season. Yeah, and I'll yeah. go even as far as saying not MVP he's score. of the NBA. <laughs> All right. Now they're gonna score. Right. Score more points than, than Tatum, but yeah, no, I think you'll have a better season than Tatum. In my an nope. overall, better season than Tatum. No, they'll be they'll be naked, they'll be it'll be close. I think they'll be the best two players on the team, but Tatum will be head and shoulders the best player on the team. No, take your fucking Jason Tatum jersey off. Yeah, do why don't podcast. you just what the fuck's your problem? All right, what else you got? In case you missed it, Kyrie Irving out of his preseason games in China. <laughs> Due to a uh, certain ex-Celtic named Rajon Rondo. Hey, my guy. He uh, Celtic's legend right there. He, he aggravated his uh, facial fracture in the first game out in China. Oh, I only playing aggravated. Only yeah. playing less than a minute in that game. Immediately asked to be subbed out, even with wearing a protective mask. He got. He was a bitch that game. Yeah, he was. I think that's a good way to put it. Because you know what? Listen, you get hit in the face. No one likes that. Okay, I get it. But it wasn't like a like this a, dude threw a temper tantrum. You're like this keeps happening. Yo, he, oh threw, he threw a temper tantrum. Like, first of all, that. he was that in the face again. He uh. was guarding. It was guarding Rondo. I love me some Rondo. He was guarding Rondo as if he was like the best three point shooter in the world. Number one, all up in Rondo's face, yeah. and, all Rondo, all and all Rondo and all Rondo did was just move his shoulder and didn't even get with the elbow. Bumped him, <laughs> bumped him with his shoulder. Hey, Rondo, you the man, bro. You the man. The best part I of love that. Rondo's smirk. Exactly. That was the best part. Rondo's just like, is this guy serious? He's right like now? pussy. <laughs> exactly. He's like, bro, I got my elbow dislocated and I kept playing. And <laughs> you're like, a bitch. You're soft. 
real quick, you know, in case you missed it, Shaq and Dame still going with their beef. Yo, I got to hear these songs, man. I haven't heard them yet. Two more tracks released by each rapper. I got to hear these new tracks. The thing about uh, the thing about this this beef, uh, Dame original beats, while Shaq is uh, taking other people's beats <laughs> nah, and kind of other people's flows too. That's all good. You know what? I kind of I like that because the second track though was more like no. Nah, it's all good. You know why? Because back in the day, that's what rappers did. I know. I see what you're saying. They picked their saying. favorite beats and they went off. It's about the lyrics. He was trying to rap like Biggie though. All right. Would you hear both? I heard both. All right. Which one's better? You can say Dame. It's okay. I'm gonna listen to both. It's Dame. I'm, it's Dame. I'll better. give you my response next week. All right. It's Dame. 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 Okay. Dame. Dame wins off of originality. Put him in a body bag. But Shaq. But Shaq. You Shaq was creative. Wrong? Shaq was creative. Okay. Shaq still got bars at you know almost 50 years old. Hey man, the first round wasn't bad. I I, I give it a Shaq. I, I give you that one, Shaq. But my my whole thing is like. Yeah. Why? Yeah, this round. Is this even happening? Yeah, the first round, Shaq won. Yeah, but why is this even happening? Like, what's that's because right that's because of what Dame said on this on a podcast months ago, and I think Shaq felt like if I respond now when he's in the middle of basketball season, he won't respond or he won't come hard. He was sadly mistaken. Sadly mistaken. See, my whole thing with Dame is not only has he been respected in the rap community, but it's like he's out to make himself to be like the greatest NBA rapper of all time, which is not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong; it's not a bad thing. I just think it's funny. It's not. A, it's not a not a good list there. I just think it's funny in the sense that Shaq was that guy, like by default, and it wasn't like, oh yeah, Shaq is hands down that guy. It's like, all right, if we have to give it to one NBA player who became a rapper, Shaq's the best one. And it's like Shaq's like, no, I have this crown. No one can take it from me. It's just like it's the same reason. It, does it mean that much to you, yeah. Shaq? Like, do you hey, really need Grand that Hill, crown so much? Remember when Grand Hill made his little R and B album? No, he played piano. No, I don't remember that. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I remember? I remember Sleeping when, on him. I remember when Kobe Bryant tried to rap. That was the best. That was awful. That was fucking awful. Kobe Bryant in that video. Who was that R&B singer? I don't even remember, but I remember he had the rap verse. This is back in the day. It where, was probably like, Brandy. It was an R&B artist, and then the person would rap. No, it wasn't Brandy. It was like oh. Tania, Talia, some shit. I forget his name. Yo, but it's so funny. Kobe, Allen Iverson tried. Who else tried? I'm forgetting somebody. But a lot of rappers have tried to go to that rap. Isaiah Ryder? Isaiah Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I remember that. I just think Iman it's so Iman fu- Shumper, too, does a oh, lot that's of right. rap. Iman Shumper yeah. right now does rap. He's respected, too. I just think it's some reason. I just think it's so funny that Shaq's like, no, I need this crown. I'm the NBA yeah. slash rapper. Fuck you, Dame. It's like the Dwight I Howard need my thing. crown. He's not. He can't be. He can't. No one else be called no Superman. No Superman, right. Yeah, he gets mad. He gets you know what? Off. It is like that. It's exactly like You're that. You're right. It's yeah. one of those things where it's just like, no, this is my crown forever. Don't take this away from me. It's yeah. like, Shaq, you're like 20 years removed from your last rap album. Like, It's okay. Get over it, Exactly. Man. You're good. You'll exactly. be all right. You'll yeah. be all right. All right. Last but not least, congrats and a shout out to our Causeway Street writer, Zach Peliquin, who officially got married recently. Hey, congrats. Long overdue. Hey. I heard man. he's in Fiji, bro. Yeah, he's in Fiji. Yo, he's, he's living it right now, man. Yeah. I saw the pictures that he posted. Big shout out to Zach, man. Zach, congrats, man. Honestly, I'm so happy for you. And at the end of the day, you have been talking about this for a while remember remember when you told us about this oh, about the wedding <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 you were so happy it was it was he was so, pumped so as soon as i saw those pictures i was like zach is living a life right now go for him man good dude happy for you bro congrats yeah good man congratulations the uh the 76 are still suck I mean, okay and on that note 
follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Peep us out on CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Sorry, not the 76ers. Zach's a Pistons guy. That's, that's what I was thinking of. Right yeah, now. that's the squad. Yeah, Pistons suck, Zach. But congratulations on getting married. And living in Fiji <laughs> for the rest of your life, I think. Yeah, oh. he, he has been out there for a little while. I think, I think he's moving there. <laughs> oh, I, is he? Cool. I always think of the Truman Show whenever I think of Fiji. I always think of um, <laughs> Survivor. Oh, he's out in Fiji. Poor, poor guy. Wanted to go to Fiji and was in a travel agency with posters full of planes that looked like they were going to crash or get electrocuted. Yeah, man, that guy. That guy's life sucked. But we, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, his life. Hey, speaking, was of, speaking of communism, no. on TV. <laughs> <laughs> He had a lot more things to do than to, to like be pissed about. If that. you haven't already, check out the Truman Show. It's a great movie. All right, everyone. Hey, best listen, movie. I, for one, I just wanted to get this out here right now. Thank you for not only listening to the podcast, but for reading our articles. We had a lot of hits lately, so I appreciate it, everyone. If you haven't already, head over to CosmicStreet.com. Again, that's CosmicStreet.com. We're getting ready for the regular season. The Celtics are gearing up for the regular season. we got plenty of content, man. I've been really close with this team. People's on Snapchat. Training camp, preseason. I mean, I've been really close with this team right now. So, guys, you don't want to miss out on this exclusive content. And I promise you, I have some stuff that you've never seen before, man. i got some exclusive content coming your way only on CosmicStreet.com. You heard it here. Woo! Until next time, folks. Take care of each other and each other. Let's go, democracy.